Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out the website, adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we get into any of that, though, let's get into the topic of the show. Three questions that will define draft day. And that includes the Vijan Robinson question. Let me know in the chat if overall, if he is there, one of the best talents in this NFL draft, perhaps the most talented offensive player of this year's draft. If he is there at 26th overall, are you in favor or against drafting the running back out of the Texas Longhorns? Let me know in the chat. Would you be in favor or against that? We have touched on this conversation a little bit throughout the days here on primetime, but We'll dive into it in a little bit more detail tonight. The main argument around this whole thing is positional value. Those who are against drafting Vijan Robinson at 26th is not because they think he will be a bust or they think he won't be good enough in the NFL. I don't think there's a single question about his skill level. It's all about wanting a running back or not in the first round, whether it's the 26th overall pick or the fourth overall pick. So I know it's a polarizing question, but I want to hear wh where you land. And of course, you know, it depends on who is available and all of that, but also if we are using best player available as the philosophy, then... Shouldn't it be John Robinson? Anyways, let me know. Anyways, uh, favor or against. Let's see what you guys have to say. And I will get, I will give you my opinion, but also I will, I will dive into the question behind the decision that the Cowboys need to answer and where they probably land. Uh, thank you to Jonathan Taylor. Thank you for being here. Gregory says, favor, he will be the best player available at 26. Uh, Toxic Tom says, Mo, if Bijan is there, then it makes me wonder who got overdrafted and there is a run on positions. Uh, hell yeah, in favor says Fish82. Fish says that Robinson means the Super Bowl for the Cowboys. Oh, oh well, oh well. Uh, let's see here. This really depends on the board and who is available. I will be intrigued, says Toxic Tom. Here's where it gets interesting. And I am, you know what, I'm not against it 
entirely. But I think that first and foremost, the Cowboys will need to answer the following question. If they if they are going to make a decision regarding John Robinson because he's there on the board. And to me, this goes back to a mock draft that was put together by NFL Network analyst Cynthia Freeland. I will tie it into her mock draft with, with my reasoning here. Uh, the, the number one question that I want to talk about that pertains to John Robinson is, what helps the running game more if you are the Cowboys? Is it Vijan or is it a starter for your offensive line? More than likely at offensive guard on the left side, if we're talking about Osiris Torrance from Florida or Steve Avila from, from TCU. Here's my reasoning, and I think that Cynthia Freeland put, puts together some very interesting mock drafts because she takes a different approach to the whole thing. So she's not out there trying to predict what an NFL team will do or going at it just based on player evaluations. She throws in a little bit of a plot twist that basically revolves around the following, making the team better for next season, period. So she's not thinking about the upside as much as other evaluators will be thinking about, uh, or she's not thinking about the long-term plans of a franchise. She's just thinking, how can a player make the team better now in 2023? So I think that he, she takes this very interesting approach to mock drafts overall. And in her most recent version, she has the Cowboys drafting Vijan Robinson. And she even alludes to the fact that the Cowboys made the right decision by letting Ezekiel Elliott go. And I like her reasoning about making the team better right away. Uh, if you are the Cowboys and you are approaching this season from a coaching staff perspective with an all-in approach, firing Kellen Moore, handing the keys to, well, not, I mean, mutually parting ways. I know that it, it's controversial to say firing in this scenario because there might have been a mutual decision there between the parties. But you know what I mean. Uh, handing the keys of the offense to Mike McCarthy and then trading for Brandon Cooks, trading for Stephon Gilmore. It's a more aggressive team-building approach this season as compared to previous years for the Cowboys. So if Dallas is in win-now mode, I understand what Cynthia Freeland means about Bijan Robinson making the team better right away for 2023 and increasing the team's chances of winning in 2023. And in that scenario, if, if all you care about is getting better for this year, then the whole conversation about, you know, having to pay a first round running back down the road does not really factor into the conversation right now. If that is the mentality of the team. So that's where this question kicks in for me. What helps the running game more now today? Does having a well-set-up offensive line with a starting left guard in there helps it more than John Robinson's, Robinson's presence? That is a question that I think that is the toughest to answer if you are the Dallas Cowboys getting ready for the 2023 NFL draft. Because it's basically just, okay, Bijan, 
versus Steve Avila or Otor or, or Osiris Torrance giving the team a solidified group of five blockers up front. Because you know what they say, you're only as good as your worst offensive lineman. And as of today, the Cowboys probably do not have a setting stone left guard. They say they're going to try out Terrence Steele on the inside. But as of right now, we don't really know who's going to start at left guard. If we're going to take their word for it, Tyler is going to play left tackle and Tyron is going to play right tackle. We don't exactly know what will happen at left guard. I personally can tell you that I'm not sure if I have high expectations for Terrence Steele as a team's left guard. If they decide to go that route, which they alluded to during the NFL owner meetings. So it's a tough question. I wonder if it's, you know, kind of offensive line, no matter what, for the Cowboys trying to get better now. I kind of lean towards a better offensive line being more important, especially when you already have somebody like Tony Pollard in the offensive backfield. But if you're discussing the 26th overall pick and Bijan Robinson is still there, chances are he fell all the way to number 26 because of the positional value not because of the player himself. Because you look at John Robinson's tape, and honestly, I don't know that I can find any flaw. I think he's a complete back. I think the only question, the only reason why we're questioning his status as a, say, top 10, top 15 prospect is because of the, it, it is because of the positional value, not because of the player. And you know, he can help out the running game, the passing game as well. So maybe I am cheating a little bit here by narrowing it down to the running game because Robinson will make an impact in the passing game as well. So even though I would remain skeptical about a running back with a 26th overall pick, I don't know that I would be outraged at the pick like I thought that I would early in the NFL draft process. When I first saw a mock draft uh, ha with the Cowboys taking Robinson with the 26th overall pick, I was like, oh, come on, not again. But right now, I, I, I would have second thoughts about it. Uh, honestly, it does depend on who else is available. If somebody else falls to 26th uh, that, is, that should not be there, obviously, like when, say, CeeDee Lamb dropped to the Cowboys, with in the twenty in the seventeenth overall pick, then you then you start thinking about it. But I think that be John Robinson at twenty six might be good enough to to be okay with, even if you are not fans of drafting a running back with a first round pick. All right, let's see here. Let's see the the some of your takes here. Toxic Tom says that whole we need to pay this guy years later is like trying to time the market. We have no idea what can happen from now on. Uh, from now until when Bijan is due to get paid. And although I agree with that, generally, I will say this. There are, I mean, there are statistics out there, and I don't believe in timing the market. Let me say that. That, that is for toxic only because I know that he likes, I know that he likes stonks. <laughs> but uh, while I don't believe in timing the market, I do think that there have been some pretty cool studies that have been done about 
how likely an offensive lineman from the first round is to receive a contract extension for the same team that drafted him. And, you know, there have been positional breakdowns for this kind of analysis. How likely is a first-round wide receiver to get a yeah, to get a second contract from the team that selected him? Or a linebacker or a defensive lineman? And overall, I do think that offensive line is one of the most successful rounds in the uh, positions that you can draft in the first round, just overall. But at the end of the day, in a small sample size, the NFL draft can be a little bit of a crapshoot. And we've talked about this before, too. It's easy to think about your team's mistakes and even hits, too. But honestly, a lot of these NFL teams are missing on the NFL draft. Let's see here. Uh, let's see what you guys have to say. Alex says, aren't rookies able to negotiate their rookie contract to some degree? Uh, could Vijan ask for a massive rookie deal? No, nah, I mean, there is basically what they can negotiate is like very specific language that ultimately doesn't have a huge impact on how the contract looks like. So you could talk about maybe like injury guarantees, that type of stuff. But this is not like the MLB draft when where you actually take into consideration what a player might ask for. In Major League Baseball, that is a huge deal. Uh, some of these players are drafted by MLB organizations that cannot sign them to a deal. Uh, I think that the NFL is not a place where you take that into account. Uh, fortunately for us fans, because then that would be even tougher to take into consideration when we're making these mock drafts etc. But yeah, it's not, not, not as big of a deal in the NFL as it is in, in other sports. Andy here says, I fully agree because a great tight end will be because a great tight end will be number one, a good defender. So he will help the offensive line and open up holes for the offense. I think that Andy is making the, the case for a tight end. Chuma is a capable left guard, says Todd. You know, that's actually something that I want to do that I have not done. I will be honest with you. I have not dived into Chuma's tape. That would be a pretty cool project for us here on Primetime. Let's try to do that at some point this week. Trying to come up uh, with some with some takeaways from his play because I don't, I don't exactly know what to expect from Chuma. I know that he has experience actually playing in the NFL. I know that he was not terrible. But also, I wouldn't know how to feel if that was plan A at left guard. I'll tell you something, though. It doesn't sound like the Cowboys are treating him like that. It doesn't sound like the Cowboys signed him to be the starter at left guard. Just And this is just a spe uh, excuse me, speculation from me, trying to figure out what they say between the lines during NFL owner meetings, etc. Let's see here. Um, Toxic Tom says, I would rather Dallas address left guard prior to the draft. I just don't know if there is somebody out there that, that would make me feel very differently about where things stand. Overall, however, I do agree with trying to fill any void on your roster via free agency and then just literally just taking the player that's the best on your board. 
Now, that's kind of a muddy, muddy, muddy situation there, especially in a draft like this where even the top NFL draft analysts seem to disagree about every player. <laughs> like, I, I've seen, we've seen so many crazy draft classes, but it feels to me that you fire up any top draft analyst big board or top 100, top 50 prospects, and they look wildly different after, say, the top 20 players. Uh, it, it is crazy. I've seen some boards with Darnell Washington out of the top 75. I've seen some that have him as a top 32 prospect. It's crazy. And the same for the wide receivers. I've seen some boards that have no wide receivers in the top 20. So this might be a very, very wild year for the NFL draft. Hey, shout out to Mr. Snug X. I really appreciate you, sir. Uh, thank you for your comment, for your super chat. He says, keep up the great work. Thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to me. Thank you, sir. Shout out to you. Let's see here. Let's see here. Mo, they can refuse to play for the team, says Gregory. I mean, I guess they can if we're talking about the NFL draft. But also, when has it happened? Not a lot of times. We, we still remember the Eli Manning thing with, with such such shock even years later that I think that, that tells you volumes. But anyways, that was just the number one question regarding John Robinson, offensive line. What do you prefer? The other question, and it really ties together pretty well with what we've been talking about, about potentially drafting a left guard or not. The number two question for me is, do you feel as an NFL team that you are in a position to draft running back, uh, to draft an offensive lineman, excuse me, no matter what? I think this might have been the situation a year ago. I know that Tyler Smith was ranked very high by the Cowboys front office. I don't remember the exact slot that uh, Jerry Jones said when he showed the the, the team's draft board on camera. <laughs> How wild was that, by the way? I just remember that while I was picking. <laughs> Man, I remember that there were articles out there about enhanced look of the Cowboys draft board reveals what the team might do in the second round. I remember that like it was like it was yesterday. So I do think that as much as we preach about best player available, among other things, uh, the Cowboys have proven that sometimes they will draft for need. And at least last year, kind of worked out for them, too. Like, they went almost in order, too. They went offensive line, defensive end, wide receiver, and tight end. And out of those four picks, and those were Tyler Smith, Sam Williams, Jalen Tolbert, and Jake Ferguson, Jalen Tolbert is the one that didn't pan out. But pretty much they had a, a, a very neat draft last year. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount the Cowboys. I wouldn't discount the possibility of the Cowboys approaching this by need. You know, you and I can talk about BPA all we want. But ultimately, I don't think that the Cowboys would rule this out. Especially when, as I said, it's kind of tough to figure out who's the 26th best player of this year's NFL draft as opposed to the 28th or the 30th. 
or the 36th, whatever. I think that it is very possible, very possible that uh, the Cowboys enter the NFL draft going, you know what? We need an offensive lineman. And if Torrance or Avila, or maybe just one of the two, maybe if, if they just like one of them, just one, I could see them going, you know what? No matter what, 26th overall, we're taking one of these guys. I think that's the second question that will define how the 2023 NFL draft goes for the Cowboys. And just in their defense, they have been a decent drafting team. They, they are likely among the best teams in the NFL when it comes to their draft classes. And I know there are some exceptions here and there, but just like, hey, just based on our own complaints about how they approach free agency and how they've been a winning team, even if they have not, you know, gone all the way or anything like that. But if we consider that they do minimum work in the free in free agency, with the exception of these years, couple of trades for Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. But even with that approach to free agency, like they've built this competitive team for the NFL, uh, they, they probably do a very good job in the NFL draft. I'm just saying. And you guys know that I, I, I've never liked how the Cowboys approach free agency, etc. But I, I got to be objective here. I do think that they do a good job in the NFL draft. Hey, shout out to Modelo Time. Thank you so much as well for your comment and your super chat. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you so much, sir. He uh, says, uh, great show. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. We need to get a sound effect, don't we, for, for super chats now? I, I, I don't have a sound effect for that because I know that the applause will suck. Do you guys want to hear the applause? It's the most generic sound effect on, on, on my soundboard. So I, I will never I will never click that again. Don't worry. I'll I'll go back to the music for when we get to the outro. <laughs> Thank you so much, all kidding aside though. Swain says cha ching. There you go. We've we've got a sound effect in the chat. So yeah, I think that I think that offensive line, no matter what, is a question that the cowboys need to answer. I personally would hate it like I wouldn't love I wouldn't like it if the Cowboys philosophy entering the draft was this one but I'm not ruling it out I I'm just not James Ferguson James 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 that is that is a question that I don't think the Cowboys even know the answer to James says what is our starting offensive line as of right now Mo because I forget it's probably and I want to I wanna set up a show in which we have like these cards on the table and we can play around with all of the combinations possible. But based on what they said in the NFL owner meetings, you decide if, if it's a smokescreen, if this is the Cowboys letting us in and on how they feel. But they did say that Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith would be playing tackle and they would be looking at Terrence Steele potentially as a left guard. So as of today, if I'm going to buy what they're saying, I would guess that your starting line today is Tyler Smith, Terence Steele at left guard, <laughs> Tyler Biotish at center, 
Zach Martin at right guard, and then Tyron Smith at right tackle. I don't know if I love that combination. And again, this might be just a smokescreen put together by the Cowboys trying to fool everybody. But based on what they said last week, that's probably your starting offensive line right now. That's probably it. Uh, there are other, way, way other possibilities. And I want to put together a show in which we go into all of those. If you guys would enjoy that, let me know. Because I think that would be pretty interesting. But anyways, as of right now, and we'll get into the number three question right now. Because we got to talk about tight ends. As you guys know, the Cowboys are likely in the market for a tight end. If it was one, like if, if somebody guarantees you the Cowboys are drafting a tight end, let me know in the chat which would you prefer. Would you prefer Dalton Kincaid out of Utah or maybe Michael Meyer from the Fighting Irish? Or what about Athletic Freak and as Bruce Feldman called him, Texas-sized athlete, Darnell Washington, or maybe somebody else. Let me know in the chat who would you rather have the Cowboys draft in at the tight end position if they approach that with a 26th overall pick. While you let me know your answers, and before I tell you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net, a family-owned business for over 60 years. You can check them out on their dealership at Irving, Texas, or you can also go into their website over at freemanazda.net for their wide range of new and used vehicles. In the website, you can check out the features of every car. You can see the pictures of the outside and inside of every vehicle. And as we do around this time here on Prime Time, it is time for us to discuss the ride of the week. This Sunday, it is a new one, so we've got the 2023 Mazda CX-5 2.5S Premium Edition All-Wheel Drive. And this one starts at $33,675, and it's got an amazing list of features. It's got all-wheel drive, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, which is a game changer while you are driving, Wi-Fi hotspot, adaptive cruise control, it's got parking sensors and assist, a sunroof, and the best of all, a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway, so you'll be able to go farther on every tank. You can check out the Freeman Mazda right off the week over at their website once more, the freemanmazda.net website. You can check it out, and let's see what you guys have to say about the tight end position. Which tight end would you prefer? Heck, if you were the GM, who would you like to draft? Let's see here. I, I see a lot of takes, though, on the offensive line. So I will take that as a yes, Mo. Let's talk about it in depth one of these days. Maybe tomorrow. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I do want to set up a way in which we can... I have a very specific idea. I won't spoil it for you. I think that could be fun. We'll see. Which side end would you want? Stephen White goes with Darnell Washington. Gregory also going with Darnell. Toxic Tom. 
another supporter of the Georgia Bulldog. Washington for Todd Cook. Michael Meyer for Jared Cowboys. Several great tight ends, says uh, uh, Stills. Yeah, even, even late in the NFL draft. The Cowboys could, could approach this position late in the year. But also, if you like a guy and he's a game changer for you, and you want to check it out with a 26th pick, go for it. Elijah Wilkerson, says Chris Graham. Jared Cowboy says Michael Myers, baby Rob Rankowski. So big time, big time, big time uh, support there for Myers as well. Here's the question that I think the Cowboys need to answer for that. And I lean, I lean Darnell Washington too, but what do you want in your tight end? I think that's another of the questions that will define Ravda. I think these are the three questions that will define it. Because listen, if you want a blocker, like if you are Mike McCarthy and you say, I'm not going to draft a guy that is not a blocker, a certified blocker, then you're probably looking at Michael Mayer if he's still on the board because he's kind of the consensus number one tight end from what I've seen in several mock drafts. But if the Cowboys say, you know what, give me the blocker, give me the most quote-unquote balanced player, and I think that balanced can be a very funny question with tight ends because if the guy blocks, some people call him balanced right away. But Michael Meyer can actually catch. I think that he's a good good option in the receiving game. So if Dallas wants that, then you, you, you can get it on the Notre Dame product. But if the Cowboys want a receiver type tight end, a, a not type, I mean, every tight end needs to be a receiver, right? But if they want a guy that can help dictate coverage and have a guy that can line up everywhere, then Dalton Kincaid might be the guy. There are some injury issues in there. He, he hurt his back. So we'll see how that impacts his draft stock or not but he probably is the best route runner of this draft class he probably has the best hands he probably is the best vertical threat in the class there might be some other guys that are better in the vertical game but i i think that among the first round prospects it's probably kincaid and then you have the trades pick you have the texas sized athlete that it might be a little bit more of a project, but that you look at him, the guy's 6'7", over 240 pounds, and he looks like an absolute monster on the field. And I'm talking about Darnell Washington. He might not be the refined route runner. I don't think that he is. I don't think that, I mean, even though he had a productive season with the Bulldogs last year, I don't think that, He's a refined route runner. I think he's that might actually be one of the knocks on him. But he's a beast. He's a freak. Can you develop him into something special? And can you exploit that 6'7 height consistently with 50-50 balls, especially in the, in the red zone, I would assume? How can you implement him on your passing offense? <laughs> I think it's a, it's a very, very interesting question that the Cowboys will have to answer uh, do they want a blocker tight end? Do they want a receiver tight end? Or do they want, hey, I, I like this description from Gregory, a freak of nature in Darnell Washington. Now, 
say that they don't want a tight end in first round because there is somebody else in there, then this question will pop up again in the later rounds. You know, do they want Sam Laporta, who is a, a passing game-centric tight end? Or do they maybe want Mus, uh, Luke Musgrave? Or maybe they want Tucker Craft, who might be the later edition, and later I mean in terms of where he will be selected, uh, of Darnell Washington, right? Not as exaggerated, but he has the athletic traits. He's, he's got the height. He's got the arm length. He's got all of that stuff. And that's why Tucker Craft will catch the eye of many NFL teams. Braden Willis is Chris Graham. Braden Willis is an interesting one. I have not watched his tape yet. I know that he lines up everywhere for the Sooners. I know that he's more of a receiver. And I know he's one of the top 30 visits for the Cowboys. So shout out to Chris. This might be a name to keep an eye on during the NFL draft, in my opinion. Uh, good, good comment right there. I think that Braden Willis, one of the players that we should be watching pretty soon here on primetime as well. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> Joey Bella says, Mauricio with the quinceañero. El Tino goes with El Feliz Quinceañera, Mau. <laughs> Double R, James Ferguson, Toxic Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your birthday wishes on this, my, my non-birthday. <laughs> Swain, every time somebody someone says happy birthday. <laughs> oh, man. Jared says, left guard 26, cut him out. He missed a he missed a thit, but he is the best guard. Man, Co Co Cody is an interesting prospect because we know that he played left tackle, but he definitely has not doesn't have the arm length to play talk tackle in the NFL. Pablo says, uh, shout out to Pablo. He says, Mauricio, what's your thoughts on Braden Willis from Oklahoma? He lined up all over the offensive formation for Oklahoma. Uh, he should be available day three in the draft. Keep up the good work. Really enjoy your Spanish content. Oh, muchísimas gracias, Pablo. Lo aprecio bastante. And yeah, uh, as I said, I have not watched him personally. I have not dived into his tape yet. Definitely a name that I've got on my list for, for this week. And I'm ramping up my my tape hours, man. You know that I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a certified draft guy on on Twitter or anything like that. It's not my specialty, but I do try to watch more and more every time. And I want to see every top thirty visit for the Cowboys. That's one of the goals from here until draft day. From what I've heard, as you say, Pablo, he lines up everywhere, and he's a productive receiver. He had. He had 15 touchdowns last year for the Sooners. Is that right? No, that's not right. That's that's Jalen Hyatt. He caught like eight, something like that. I just lie to you. I know that I did. He, there's no way that he caught so many touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, he he seems to be a, a prospect for the Cowboys top 30 visit. As I said, let me find you the, act, the actual stat line since I already lied to you. I might as well make up for it with the actual stat line, I guess. Uh, you can check out the tracker, by the way. Uh, it was seven receiving touchdowns for Braden Wills. 39 passes, 514 yards, 6'3 and a half, and 241 pounds. Versatile tight end lined up 
multiple spots across the Sooners offense. Three-star recruit too, out of out of high school. Uh, but you can check out, by the way, the tracker over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. There's a couple of names that I need to add in there. But you can check out the tracker for the Cowboys top 30 visits in there and the analysis from Tyler Browning from ADC Sports as well. <laughs> Mauricio, what is week scheduled programming? Uh, for the show, we do Sunday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. Myself, uh, that's prime time. And of course, there's Skywalker still every morning in his own words, 8.15-ish a.m. Every, every weekday from Monday through Friday. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, heard it from the horse's mouth. Mo is a liar. Bet he lives in North Dakota. <laughs> hey, yeah, probably. I mean, I I can I can neither confirm nor deny that. So just to recap very quickly, the top three questions that in my opinion will define the Cowboys draft day is what do you want in a tight end? This is a question that will pop up in the first round or in later rounds, but it will at some point. Number two, what is your need level for offensive line? Ideally, you're taking the best player available. Or are the Cowboys in a scenario in which they are thinking, we need an offensive lineman no matter what. We cannot work with that boy in our starting lineup. And finally, what helps the running game more? If John Robinson is there, and you want to approach it with a what helps me win now mentality, does a running back help your running game more than an offensive lineman? want to see how this all plays out this month. But hey, hey, it is here. Draft month is here. It is April the 2nd. I don't know if you guys fell in some april fools jokes yesterday i know that i did but now we move on into the nfl draft not that far away not that far away i'm excited about it that will be it for me tonight on adc sports dallas do me a favor and hit the like button share the stream for me it takes about one second to hit that thumbs up and it really helps out a lot and it helps put this show in front of more and more cowboys fans so we are over 85 people right now between Facebook and YouTube. And there's about 19 likes. So let's try to get that number up before we get out of here. Do me a favor and hit the thumbs up. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, remember that prime time is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Check them out and check out the ride of the week. Nos vemos el día de mañana. Adiós. Bye-bye.